0: Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. <laughs> i got crazy hair going on over here. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC Hall. Hey, hey. People are going to think we had a spat or something. It's like the first day in a week. I'm not
1: week. wearing that shirt. We're
0: not wearing the same shirts. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I told you it's just some kind of random planet alignment occurrence. I we don't actually coordinate our wardrobe. I just
1: just since, you know, since the beginning of the year in this quarantine, man, I put I put back on some pounds and <laughs> t-shirts are harder to wear these days.
0: I've actually lost weight.
1: I know you feeding me. <laughs> like you burn calories cooking. And I have to eat all the stuff.
0: Well, when I ask you, do you want me to make brownies? Oh, the come on, husbands. be. shouldn't be, <laughs> shouldn't be husbands, yes. Help,
1: help me out. What you going to say?
0: Do you want me to make brownies? I don't want
1: none of that slop. <laughs> no, don't cook nothing.
0: And I'm a good cook, so. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you have, if, if you have a wife, like her, <laughs> I don't know, what's that book, something about the love languages or whatever. I never read it, but people always talk about it. I don't, and I don't even know if this is in here. But like you have a wife, our
0: friend Pastor Danielle, she is like fluent in the love languages. you could ask her this question, she would know the answer.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I don't, I don't know how it fits. When's
0: your new mic coming, by the way?
1: But (laughs) uh, you know, you have a wife who that's kind of her love language. Like you feed people, like how you (laughs) say "I love you" is, you know, put this put this brownie in your pie hole (laughs) and eat it. right that means I love you so you can't say no no you never say no
0: oh so it's not because you want to eat the brownies no it's the food you don't is awesome no my no my wife is language.
1: my <laughs> wife is a phenomenal cook uh, I you know she's this will shock you guys but she is probably equally as good a cook as she is a constitutional attorney
0: wow <laughs> thank you very much
1: and she's I talked get, like, about, much. you know, if I mean, you said if you weren't doing this. Oh, yeah. You, you'd you have a restaurant or, you know, I whatever. I would you'd have a cooking. restaurant. Oh, So out. on multiple levels, you can't say no. So, you know, you just have to.
0: You can't say no and you don't want to say You have no. to hit that treadmill. <laughs> hit the treadmill. It's, it's sitting it. out there. Um, You know, JC, all the preparation that I do for the show, I mean, I've got the whole everything lined up and I forgot something anyway. Uh, but I did want to mention That's this. That's when I
1: don't close the whole browser and.
0: yeah right
1: where'd my stuff go where'd
0: all my where'd all my <laughs> uh, show prep go <laughs> i
1: think i bookmarked it
0: but no nah, no nah. praise god i know for the for the uh um uh, google history tracker well
1: now you get it from the fbi i mean you uh, can just ask the fbi
0: yeah yeah well that then hey, what I, were those
1: tabs i had up that's yeah. called mitch mcconnell
0: call mitch mcconnell <laughs> Yeah, because he's, well, you know, that's the funny thing. They're not going to share it with me. If I wanted to know what, here's the crazy thing, JC. They passed all this Patriot Act stuff. And if I want to know what they're spying on me about, right? Not you, but me. If I want to know what they're spying on me about, I have to do a Freedom of Information Act request to find out what the FBI has or, or has, has taken from me.
1: But they don't need to do anything.
0: But they don't need to even file <laughs> a piece of paper or With a, a judge. warrant or anything. I have to go, and it could be 60 to 90 days yeah. before Can, I get a response. And,
1: can I get my own history? Uh, well, you need to fill out these seven forms. It'll be six to eight weeks. And you got to pay get a, response.
0: a $600 filing fee and we have to have, you know.
1: So it may be easier.
0: Clearing, you know, convincing evidence of why you need to have that information. Yeah, it,
1: it may be easier to get your own information by just going to the FBI Academy and becoming, becoming an agent. Yeah,
0: there you go. It, that'd probably be quicker. Yeah. That'd probably be quicker because there's really no guarantee they're actually going to give you. Your information, anyway.
1: Hey, Director Comey. Mitch told me you have my browser history. Man, I lost these tabs. <laughs> I've lost these Can tabs. All this research I've been I doing. I heard you have a safe where you keep <laughs> stuff you're not supposed to have.
0: Wow, there you go. Or That's is it amazing.
1: in a? Is it on a server in a closet somewhere?
0: Then Hillary. Oh, I'm sorry. That ahead. was your
1: girlfriend who, <laughs> who did that.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying is his girlfriend's in the closet. <laughs>
1: Same thing. I mean, people say Hillary's a man. I don't know.
0: No, I don't think she's a man. I just think she.
1: That's why. Likes. Is that
0: manly things?
1: Is that why <laughs> Bill's running around raping every woman he meets?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because your wife's a man?
0: N- no, because his wife likes manly things. She doesn't like womanly things. I'm not gonna get too into that. I, I don't so want to know. Like, well, like scratch your eyeballs out, some things you can't get rid of.
1: Some would say that's two presidents whose wives have been men, but I'm going to leave that alone.
0: I actually saw. I'm people. not saying that. I saw saying. pictures of Michelle Obama.
1: Come on. See, there As he goes. a child.
0: <laughs> no, that's just a random thought. Maybe not, not directly related to what you this said. This show's
1: getting censored.
0: <laughs> all right, we, So, YouTube went down yesterday, right after we did our show. Only I didn't know YouTube was gone down, because after we do the show, I have to go in and produce the show for all of you who listen to the show uh, as a podcast, right? <laughs> so, we, we, we broadcast live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... At Strike TV. Strike TV, Oathkeeper TV, Oathkeeper TV. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't even keep up anymore. Uh, did I say Anchor. YouTube, FM, uh, iTunes, well, Google Play? We don't do that. We at live at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We video, right? right. So the video goes out, and then after the video goes out, uh, one of the hats Chrisanne Hall wears when she's doing nothing to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, preserve liberty in America. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Audio engineers. When I'm doing nothing, I'm actually producing and engineering the show from the video track to an audio track, and then I post it so that you can listen to it as an audio podcast on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Music, uh, Apple Music. That's iTunes, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's how dumb
1: that I thing. am. <laughs> that thing. That, that, that thing. Where I don't most know. of your listeners actually to Yes,
0: most of my <laughs> listeners are on either Spotify or iTunes. And so I'm doing that. So when I do that, I have to pull the audio or the video off of YouTube. And I went to YouTube. I was like, uh. There's no content. We've contact. been taken out. I, and th- that was my first thought because I'm always waiting for the day, JC, when they take
1: when they deplatform when
0: we de- they deplatform us. I mean, it's it's all it's that, that second of anxiety that I feel when I go up to the TSA agent right before they tell me, "Okay, you can go," because I'm I'm waiting. I'm also waiting to be on that no-fly list. Right? Ma'am, I'm can waiting. You come with us for for eight years now. Since well, they started that old Is oath, that the no PTSD
1: from your perp walk in the Jacksonville airport?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Well, when you it, carried
1: your weapon sh- through come security? On, man. Oh, I forgot I had this <laughs> loaded weapon on me. Uh, ma'am, can you come Should with us? Should
0: we air dirty laundry right here now no, just on this yours. <laughs>
1: Just yours. Your name's <laughs> on the show, not mine. I
0: was talking about Friday being a fun show, but here you are, J.C. Blasney. This is—we're uh, gonna be titling this show. Uh, J.C. airs Chris Ann's dirty laundry on Friday.
1: we need the ACDC soundtrack?
0: <laughs> J.C. airs Mitch McConnell's dirty laundry, Michelle Obama's dirty laundry, and and Chris Ann Hall's dirty laundry on Friday. Yeah. No, I don't. It could slightly be subconsciously related to that, but. I do understand. Do you know that the Bundys are on the no-fly list?
2: Hmm.
0: Carol, grandma, Carol Bundy is on the no-fly list. She actually got stuck in Canada Hmm. because she was on the no-fly list. So I'm like, if if grandma of 27, you know, grandkids and great-grandkids can be on the no-fly list because her husband's a rancher, you know... What is it that, that, that keeps me off, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's, I'm scary. People have said I'm scary. And people say when they see me, wow, I thought you were much taller. And now that we have our chairs set up the way that we do.
1: You look taller than I look
0: t- I look like I should be tall. Um, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm very tiny. Um, th- the army said that I was five foot two and that's the story that I'm sticking to. I just to. ride
1: with that gangster lean. Yeah. The so, gangster lady. You know, yeah Looks shorter.
0: OG wannabe.
1: I'm not a wannabe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, have y'all seen the movie Um uh what's the latest um the the latest Marvel movie, the Avengers where they Endgame? Endgame, yeah. So after everybody disappeared in Avengers Endgame and uh Hawkeye, that's his name, right? Oh yeah. Hawkeye's family poof goes. Everybody else and he in the blows Avengers. A everybody else in the Avengers sort of goes slips back to work. into this, this depression. pseudo-depression mm-hmm. where they you know, I mean, for for Pete's sakes, you've got Black Widow sitting behind a desk eating peanut butter sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And then Hawkeye, instead of slipping into a depression, <laughs> Pops a grabs casket, his
1: samurai sword, <laughs>
0: grabs his samurai sword, and becomes and goes, the world's vigilante. Yeah,
1: full on vigilante.
0: That's JC. That is JC. JC Hall talking about airing dirty laundry. JC Hall cannot watch movies about kids being kidnapped. Mm-mm. Cannot, cannot. Even though it's truly a movie, even though you're looking at it and you know it's a movie you can he can't watch it because it makes his his head explode and he wants to go he he, he wants to go you know uh, man on fire man on fire that's right he wants to go man on fire so we keep movies away from JC about kids being kidnapped so just so you know all this stuff going around next week we're going to do a show about government kidnapping kids
2: mm. um,
0: so you'll get to see part of that with JC coming in so when JC tells you they're not coming to the house and taking our child not happening. He's he's not kidding. He's not exaggerating, okay? No, no. So, man on fire. I've already said, Hawkeye. guy, there you go. If, if anything I gotta, happens to me, if anything happens to Colton, okay? I just don't go looking for him cuz you probably don't want to be standing no, next if, to him.
1: If that's the way I got to meet Jesus, so be it." But that that's Man on Fire. Bro. That that whole Forced, you know, we're come take your kids, put them in a, in the, in the COVID camp, COVID hotel. No, nah, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the third revolution right there. Not happening.
0: Yeah. Not happening. Not and, happening.
1: And I'm telling you what, and you better lock your doors. If they somehow, if, if, if they somehow get past me and accomplish that, everybody shelter in place. That's all I'm telling you I'm telling shelter man on in fire, dude place because <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be indiscriminate because sooner or later I figure <laughs> I'm gonna get I the figured right
0: person.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna find my boy
0: you're gonna find my boy
1: uh, all I, her, I, you know you know I, what I'm saying I,
0: this this is not uh, uh, this is not a threat of violence
1: you better put on a it's, JC Hall t-shirt so I know you with me because <laughs> I'm telling you man. And I know, I guarantee you, many people feel like that.
0: That shouldn't be radical, okay? That's not. We watched a video. I wish I had that video. I don't know where that video is. We watched a video in South Africa, okay? Uh, Our our pastor is from South Africa, so we have an interest in South Africa. And they have these special COVID cops in South Africa. Uh, And... Uh, we'll have that video for the show next week. And they
1: we're, were trying doing. to drag the kid off.
0: Drag the kid off because he was playing with another child without a mask.
1: Mm-hmm. Then they then the father intervened and they
0: they put the father in cuffs. Him. So that that's not gonna happen.
1: No, the revolution no. will start right there, right then.
0: Right there, the kid is screaming and crying his head off. First off, <laughs> you've seen our kid. Ain't nobody kid that no. our
1: kid. No, you being a rear naked choke <laughs> with Big Colton on your back. <laughs> you know you're gonna have to do something.
0: Colton could beat just about anybody I know that's not a professional yeah. UFC fighter. He so. will arm
1: bar your arm off your. <laughs> out of your socket
0: you ever met somebody
1: and you're not gonna just you better be you better have been working out yeah. if you're gonna drag colton off yeah, I mean, at 14 years he, old i mean he's twice
0: he's twice twice
1: my girth
0: <laughs> well and he's he's always been this way jc
1: very dense
0: dense you ever met somebody out there and you guys ever know anybody out there yeah. that that is just like
1: you're has heavier concrete than you look
2: for
0: bones. Mm-hmm. He was like that as a little kid. Now he has in his in his teenage years, he has really bulked up. He's got really wide shoulders and I mean, he's a big kid. And, he, and so, but when he was little and he was a baby and just a kid, he was just your your average kid. But you would pick him up and you go, "Oh, I mean, even
1: and as a surprised. baby, yeah.
0: you'd be like, what is in this child cuz mm-hmm. he he looks like a regular fit kid with not a lot of fat and even as a baby he didn't have any fat because he was always running right and you would pick him up like ah so even from day one his bones were filled with with that stuff that 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 uh
1: adamantium yeah
0: his bones (laughs) were he's like wolverine (laughs) man is why have i got marvel on the brain today but anyway maybe because because i want to go avenger you know, yeah. I want to go. This stuff makes me so aggravated. I want to go full on Avenger up in here. It's just well, absolutely then you know, crazy.
1: The stuff. I think you're kind of.
0: And I'm reading this more stuff about this, this Emmett Sullivan guy, the Flynn judge. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, when we did the show last week, I'm I'm disappointed that that the 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 audience doesn't find this stuff as compelling as important as I do. Um. You know, just by the number of views and stuff, or maybe because it is so important, we're being throttled and nobody's seeing it. Maybe. So if you haven't seen the episode, on I know the people Michael that regularly Flynn, watch
1: were like they were yeah yeah. So not if
0: happy. for some reason the our our show on Michael Flynn's judge did not come across your news feed or however, mm-hmm. uh, you need to go find that because. I'm telling you, this is this is the battleground that's being most ignored. Most people don't realize that the judicial battlefield is your is, is a is the final stand. It is the it's not just simply the final stand. I don't think I'm saying that right, but here's what I mean: when the judiciary becomes full on married to the tyranny, it's gone. Society is gone. And I don't just say that because I'm a lawyer, because I know people hate lawyers. Um, I'm telling you, there's a reason why there's a judiciary. Most people like, kill all the lawyers. Fine, kill all the lawyers. But don't kill the judiciary, because it is the guard against kings. I mean, throughout history judiciary when they weren't married with the monarch was the guard against kings it was the judiciary in 1688 that stood up against james ii and nullified his executive orders setting uh, pastors free so d- people just dismiss this stuff and it's just crazy let me just go this seems to be a pretty good segue so i'm going to just go into this jc We have here this judge, Emmett Sullivan. I I cannot even explain to you how mind-blowing this is. Judge Emmett Sullivan is mulling about, thinking about, charging Michael Flynn with contempt and perjury... Because he wants to abandon his guilty plea.
1: Just the whole way it's being talked about, being phrased, pursuing charges. Judges don't pursue charges.
0: Judges do not. See, this is, this, I, I wish, again, those goosebumps are back. I wish people could just wrap their brains around this. How, this is, this is, you know that, that noise, when, when the, tub is emptying, right? You see that little tornado. And just as the tub is about to be emptied, you hear this sucking sound, right? Mm -hmm. This is that sucking sound. This judge is the sucking sound of liberty going down the frickin drain. Number one, why would a judge mull about something so publicly that the people would know about it what a judge is doing in contemplating how he's going to handle his case should not be something of public opinion but that's what he's all about right because this has nothing to do with poli- this has nothing to do with proper judicial jurisprudence this is a political trial He is all about politics. Do you know how many... And here's the thing, J.C. We're talking about newly formed evidence. How do you charge someone with perjury for something they didn't know about when they pled guilty? Not to mention the fact that I think his defense attorney could come up with plenty of reasons why... His plea was taken under duress. Now I understand, I don't know how many people know this, but when you enter a plea, there's a whole checklist of stuff that the judge reads into the record. Are you making this plea of your own free will? Do you have any reservations on this plea? So they go through this, boom, 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 and they do that so that uh, the defense attorney can't come back and, try to appeal and say that the guilty plea was made under duress right so you have all of these legal checkpoints to prove that that the person entered their guilty plea of their own volition but a guilty plea is not a permanent thing if there's new evidence that comes forward and you can't have any better new evidence on the defense side than the prosecutor saying we don't want to prosecute anymore and, and, And the fact that they would charge, and this is my point, okay? This is the point that I made in the last show. The fact that they would attack Michael Flynn and charge him with contempt and perjury and not the DOJ prosecutors and not the FBI should give you a clue as to what is really under attack here. It's not Michael Flynn. It's due
1: process. Yeah, you probably just answered my question. I was going to ask you. You know, we we know ultimately, or I think it's probably safe to assume ultimately, regardless of whatever the outcome will be, uh, he'll be pardoned by Trump. Like if this doesn't
2: mm-hmm.
1: wash out, he'll be pardoned by the president. So I've heard so, some good people, and I understand where they're coming from, what what they mean when they say it, but we'll say. You know, the guy's going to be, Trump's going to pardon this guy, so who cares? So why is this an important story? Why should we care?
0: Well, because- Why
1: is it not, you know, this doesn't matter because he's going to get pardoned anyway.
0: Right. It does matter because this is setting a precedent. This is a setting a precedent for judges all over the place. And it's going to be, as Jefferson said, uh, a noiseless foot ever advancing, expanding the power of the judiciary. And the real fallout is going to be at, at the societal level. So you're seeing this happening now. The precedent will cause ripples throughout society that you'll never hear about. You'll never see. Judges who become prosecutors, judges who are allowed to 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 determine what rules and what ro- do and don't apply in the courtroom. I mean, we already operate under that to a certain degree. For Pete's sakes, we have entire uh, jurisdictions that have outlawed uh, jury nullification. That's one of the most essential checks and balances. On on our entire legal judicial system is jury nullification. And in Florida, you go to jail for trying to teach people about jury nullification. And so we already exist in a a quasi-tyrannical judicial system. But like I said, what this is is that great sucking sound that happens before... All of due process is eliminated from the tub and goes straight down the drain of tyranny.
1: Yeah, due process. And this
0: matters. This matters. Because how many times, JC, do we hear now, I'm going to sue the governor. I'm going to sue my county. I'm going to do this. Well, good luck because this guy is undoing your ability to have any modicum, any hope of success in suing the government.
1: Due process is due process fights for its life every day. I mean, every it's day. hanging by a thread, as it is. It's something we're constantly in a battle for. Uh, you know, all these Fourth Amendment, quote unquote, Fourth Amendment violations and issues, and and other, you know, the, the
0: Congress others. legalizing Fourth Amendment destruction. You know, your right to be secure in your property is. When I teach about... probably one
1: of the most eviscerated
0: yeah, aspects
1: of our Constitution.
0: When I teach uh, the Fourth Amendment class, the right of the property rights of the people at Liberty First University, I have to tell people, the courts have made, the courts, mind you, the courts have turned your right to be securing your property into fifth, into Swiss cheese. It doesn't yep. even look... And this is why, again, I'm not pushing our stuff. This is why Liberty First University is so important. Because if you don't understand how important what we're talking about is, it's because you have not been taught the importance of, uh, of why everything's there. I, don't, I, I cannot grasp the mentality that we have in our quote unquote conservative communities who would not disagree that the founders were genius, right? That everything they did, they did with a purpose, I carry my pocket constitution with me, kind of people. But then acting as if some of the things they did were just sort of random guesses and not so important after all. And yet my right to keep and bear arms, I'll go to the death for, but we've sat and watched our right to property be eviscerated over 150 years.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, that's been interesting to me for a long time. I. I don't know. I still can't quite wrap my brain around it. I haven't fully thought it out, but it's it's just fascinating how um, how strongly the emotion is relative to right to keep and bear arms and you know and and, and it's a constant conversation about we that being hear the under stories threat. In the news. Yeah. Um, the guy uses a gun. It's probably the least threatened and you know we've said that many times. Mm-hmm. We can prove that. Yes. Uh, it's a fact. Uh, it's the least threatened.
0: Least threatened.
1: It is publicized as the most threatened, uh, and it's not. Uh, and I would think at the top of the list is property. I mean, property is, is practically already gone. I mean, it, it's so attacked that right. it doesn't even exist. Right. Property ownership, when you're talking about land, homes, that doesn't exist in America. There, there, is, there is practically no person, no single individual in this entire republic Uh that owns their property you rent it from the government right Uh, they put taxes on your property that have no connection uh to to anything so uh, while while the government doesn't necessarily hold title nevertheless they own your property because you don't don't pay their rent that they call property tax and then they come and take their property back
0: right Right? exactly you didn't
1: pay us for three consecutive pay periods uh, we're repossessing
0: well God forbid you live in a city like our friend Nicole Virgil in Arlington Heights, Illinois, where she just simply wants to grow a garden in her backyard and the city attacks her for having a a, a temporary a temporary greenhouse to extend her growing season and attacks her and issues fines to the point if enforced she wouldn't have a house anymore correct and all her neighbors look her up nicole virgil on youtube look her up she has started a whole movement of of for, to help people have gardens seriously to help you have a garden so you can grow your own stinking vegetables and and the so the right to garden the right to garden nicole virgil you've got to find her she's got a
1: She's, she's a got a
0: she's a powerhouse and she's got a whole str- a whole platform out there, a whole plan to help you. She has lived it and she is relentless, JC. You of, can't knock her down, man. She 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 would stand in front of the Supreme Court
1: but think if they about gave it.
0: her the opportunity. Think
1: about it. through these ordinances, Rico laws, um, tax all that. Civil
0: there, asset forfeiture.
1: So there there is no correct me if I'm wrong uh, maybe there's exceptions here and there, but I don't know, but, but I don't, I'm not aware of any, any law, any written, uh, gun confiscation law. Maybe that thing, I don't know, in the Connecticut, they did the turn. I mean, they they tried a couple of things like that.
0: It was voluntary though.
1: Okay. So there's practically no written gun confiscation laws in this land
0: you do have the laws i mean i would say other than,
1: like the they have the red flag laws now
0: yeah you have right? red flag so laws, you but that. you also have like in new york you can't drive with your gun or but, we'll take but think it away about this and or you can't have a magazine of certain size right. or we'll take it away
1: and- but think about this there have been you've had basically legalized property confiscation that's been the law for decades decades and decades and decades
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and we
1: don't bat an eye about it. Where's, where's the, like
0: where your grass grows property confiscation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where's, where's the, I don't know, what would you call it? NPA? We have the NRA. Right. Right. What about the National Property Association? Is there one of those? Like where are the lobbying groups, the advocacy, advocacy groups for stop taking my land, stop taking my house, stop taking my property. You look at even the Supreme Court said, gave a thumbs up. You look at the Uh, The Kelo case in Connecticut,
0: Mm -hmm. Kelo City of New London.
1: Yeah, and then the even Supreme Court said, "Oh yeah, that's what we do in America. We take property. That that's absolutely part of our system, forcefully taking property
0: at any excuse."
1: But you random excuses. Usually, you go up to the Supreme Court about uh, firearms. No, 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 you can't do that. They're gonna they come down in your favor for the most part. Yeah. But so, you know, people, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, and I'm not saying don't stand for your right, right. to keep and bear arms. That's not the point. The point was but from the, the, the very point beginning is the property, the, the issue of property, which is so much worse than the assault on your right to keep and bear arms. We ignore it.
0: We talked about this when we played the video of the sheriff in Odessa, Texas, saying, I'll stand for your guns while he took somebody's business right. at gunpoint.
1: So there's that mentality. You,
0: you, you, I'm not going to let them take your guns. What the heck is a gun but a but a piece of property. But I'll stand by, not only will I stand by, allowed to happen, I will come with an MRAP to your business and forcefully take that property from you. I'll let you keep your little, you know, your little trinket.
1: What is? But I'm
0: gonna forcefully, at gunpoint, take the property from you that gives you the means by which to purchase your trinket, to purchase your ammunition, and to feed and house your family for the re you know, the whole reason you own the trinket.
1: Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. What's what's the purpose of the right to keep and bear arms in the first place? To protect your homelessness?
0: Yeah. To protect your starvation? To protect your your unemployment?
1: I think it's this, which is why <sighs> you why you do what you do. It's this upside down mentality that leads us to where we are absolutely uh, that you don't you don't sort of think these things through we go on i don't know what it is is it just our culture our tradition and this is it's so i'll tell you exactly what it is that's like a hot button yeah. but your home's not your yeah. land's not your children why lives? is that not a hot button i don't understand that
0: no people. because people
1: think people think Well, this. The, the, the weapon, that's what I need to protect these things. Right. You've already let these things go.
0: go. And soon our children too. Well, we've been letting our children go for decades too. People realize most governments believe they own your children when you enter them into the public school system.
1: I, I want, I still want some smart people to help me with a movement to come against property taxes. Yeah. Where are these movements? Like right. They practically don't exist. I want someone to help me to start this movement. What 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 would this legislation look look like? How do we do that? Because and here's my reasoning is the, the other side argues well, you know, property taxes because you fund your local I have an answer this to that. and that and whatever. I absolutely well, have an that, to that should not be connected to your property ownership, right. that's contingent. It, the the, I'm fine funding the services, local no, no, no. services, a, but why is it contingent upon me retaining my property? Right. That's that's bonkers. You're telling me I'm a serf.
0: So the solution to that, because I, I knew that argument was going to be coming up. Well, how do we fund our roads and our hospital or on our and our because hospitals would be different. But, you know, what's directly related to your property, the fire department, the police department, the roads? How do, how do we fund this? Some places have community provided uh, trash pickup, that kind of thing. How do we fund those things? It's very simple. You don't have to fund them via property taxes. You fund them as a consumption tax. You put a sales tax on the stuff in the store that provide for the funding and well in you know public schools, you would have to put that in there. Uh, But you would you, you fund those things through the through the consumption taxes. That's the lawful taxation, by the way, that our founders would have supported or did support was consumption tax, because number one, it allows the government to be funded in the manner. to the level necessary you don't have overgrowth of government if you don't have overgrowth of tax collection well here it's an impossibility a government cannot grow if it cannot forcibly take tax from you
1: here's the thing and the
0: consumption tax let me me just finish the thought the consumption tax puts into the hands of the people the growth of government Right. So I'm not going to participate in this consumption tax. I'm not going to buy this stuff because I'm not going to support the growth of my government. We wouldn't have government funding Planned Parenthood and abortion if the people had control over their taxes like our founders wanted us to have control.
1: That's a great point, because you you then you have the lever in your hand. You do. Like, I don't have to go.
0: It's the strings on the power of the purse. It's it's what Jefferson wrote to Lord North in seventeen seventy four. Why would we give up such an important power as the people to control government through the refusal of paying taxes?
1: And you know that's a, I think that's a great perspective because to the extent that a person wants to be self sufficient. Mm-hmm they can choose to what extent they participate in their money going to to fund that right. right so i don't because people say oh and i have to go to the store and buy groceries and this no actually you don't so then if you choose your, your property is secure and right. then you choose i'm gonna grow my own food i'm gonna milk my cow I'm, you know whatever i'm gonna do my own thing over here Th- then that's liberty because right. then you can't say, well, you are participating in this. You're using that. You're using this. But the, but the flip I side is- when then gas to it, run
0: all that stuff. So I pay a tax on the gas, which funds the roads what I use and what I
1: use. To the extent that yep. I use it, I pay for it. Right. Right? It, because what is the other side of that argument? You can say, oh, well, you use, you use these services, this and that and the other. So that's why we pay. What if you have a person who doesn't use them? Right. What if I say- well, I don't use that stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Or I use these couple of things to such a low degree, why am I paying this full amount to all this stuff? I'm not using that. So in the current system, there's no way for a person to make a choice to not participate without being targeted, harassed, and Imprisoned. extorted by, yes. by the government. Yes. So I think, I think that what you're describing to me is a just system. And a system that gives Shock a person and amazing
0: choice. It's the system that our founders established in the system that our founders envisioned for America. Once again, you know, learning a little bit of history and learning what the original intent actually was would give us a place that they envisioned i mean thomas jefferson our founders envisioned that liberty that we would become a more liberty enlightened society over the years and the whole purpose of article five amending the constitution was to to take Authority from government, as we are more liberty enlightened and need less government. We had the gov- We had the level of government established at the state and local level the way we did in 1776 because we were supposed to be weaning ourselves off of a kingdom serf subject mentality where people believed they could not survive without government. And so the idea was we're going to we're going to wean people out of this. We're going to let them see what liberty actually feels like so they'll crave liberty more and more and more. And as they crave liberty more They'll realize they need government less, so we need ways to amend the Constitution because in the Founders' history, J.C., every time they wanted more liberty, they had to go to civil war. So we need to have a way to amend the authority of the government through peaceful legislative means so we don't have to go to civil war every time we want more liberty. And what's crazy, J.C., this is just crazy. Do you realize that in the 700 years... See, these are the finer details that that, people, that you don't get by watching a class once. These are the finer details that you get by watching over and over, the same class over and over again, because I do that in my head every time I teach. I'm doing the same class over and over again, right? I want you to realize, in that history of our Constitution that I teach at LibertyFirstUniversity.com, 700 years of battling with kings. Do you realize every single battle with a king was achieving greater liberty for the people and shrinking government even more what's um mind blowing jc the moment we got rid of kings we started heading in the back in the opposite direction we no longer every battle was to expand liberty and limit government every battle since seven, since 1803 has been to expand government and reduce liberty. It's like we got liberty, we got a king-free government and all of a sudden we started racing back towards tyranny. Instead of what our founders hoped, we would become more addicted to liberty, that addict liberty addict, more addicted to liberty where we would crave more liberty and limit government even more. You said this the other day. It's like we're we're devolving
1: our government.
0: Our our no, the people are devolving in their understanding and desire for liberty. We had more desire for liberty in 1776 than we do now in a society where we have more access to liberty. Right. We could govern ourselves so much better today. It would be so much easier for us to govern ourselves today than it would have been in 1776. And yet we are Running in the other direction. I want to play this video. This is, this is uh, the mayor, mayor of of Chicago. Chicago. Thank you very much. The mayor of Chicago. Listen Beetlejuice. Up. Beetle Beetlejuice Child. They say, right?
2: All right. Listen to this.
3: In French. Because otherwise, it doesn't work. So you got to eliminate that compliance and you make it a mandate. Um, and then you do training, particularly in the city, I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it, planning certainly. Um, and, it's, and, you, and you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance. What? And then I think you have the inspector general do some spot audits to make sure that within the branch. Because otherwise it doesn't work. So you got to eliminate that compliance, and you make it a mandate.
1: Holy macker! What? What did I just hear? You want to hear? She said,
3: "Pledge allegiance to the new world order."
1: Okay,
2: let's let's do that again. Then you're
1: gonna hear. What?
3: Um, And then you do training, particularly in the city. I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's
0: da da da. What has Chrisanne been saying for? For a decade now, about government licensing, it's not about keeping you safe. It's not about holding business owners accountable. It's about government control. Now, watch what she says. Who are we going to put in charge of the licensing?
3: Zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it. Planning certainly, um, and it's and you.
0: By the way, that zoning thing is what's taking the property from Nicole Vigil- Virgil. Right. Yeah. Your private property under zoning.
3: And you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance. And then I think you have the inspector general do some spot audits to make sure that with the branch because you get
0: the inspector general to spy on us.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Right? Right? JC is speechless. There you go. Now you know. You
1: get the people in charge of these agencies who pledge allegiance to the new world order.
0: Yes. And to obedience to the government.
1: <sighs> then I'm just a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> so are we to believe she actually? she didn't actually say that? Are we to act like she didn't say that? She didn't just say that out loud. This is the thing about today. This is what strikes me all the time of where we are. They're because so
2: bold. They don't even.
0: It's all, hide it's all out anymore. there.
1: That's like, like I said about the Emmett Sullivan thing. It's not like this is this is new. This is done to uh, everyday people, co- the common person. I mean, I hate to use that term, but you know what I mean, To dis- what I'm trying to distinguish that between people in positions of political, you know, power, quote unquote, right? right. Not a politician. That's what I mean by the common person, the, the one that's not being afforded this oligarchial privilege. Right. So those who don't have their Illuminati card or their Illuminati decoder ring, th- this happens to us every day. And what you're seeing with Emmett is it's just out there. We're just going to be on national TV, in the newspapers, on video. Now they're just, I'm going to do this out in the public wide open. So you now have this mayor is lecturing people and, and instructing, here's how we're going to do this. Here, Lori here's, Lightfoot. How, here's how we control the people. Here's how we implement an Orwellian 1984 society. This, I mean, before that was a book, that was a warning that then people mocked like this is fiction and it's, you know, that's not actually a thing. And people are just uh, spreading fear and propaganda, conspiracy theory. Now it's like they've taken 19, the 1984 schematic, they're publishing it announcing it, doing interviews, and they're no longer even bothered by saying, I'm a, I'm a socialist, I'm a communist, I'm pledging allegiance to the new world order. We want people lead, leading these agencies who pledge allegiance to the new world order. And by the way, what is implied there is people who will not follow the constitution, who do not believe in American values, but have pledged allegiance to the new world order. And and we're supposed to act like she didn't just say that.
0: Do you want to know where these people come from? Do you want to know who this? is? This is Senator Lankford talking about the uh, coronavirus response bill, relief bill, the new one that's up there. I want you to. I want you to. Uh, oh, sorry, wrong. Instagram
1: video. <sighs> Are we freaking?
0: Listen, listen to this. Wow. Are you ready?
1: It also does some things that I was rather stunned by, even for some of my colleagues on the House side. Uh, It changes the economic impact payments and it takes away the requirement that they have to have a social security number. Well, if you take away the requirement that it has to have a social security number, what it allows then is for people that are non-citizens to be able to get the economic impact payments, up to $6,000 per household for any individual that's in the country. Well, that's a pretty dramatic shift in what we're doing, and it allows people that are not legally present in the country to actually end up with economic impact payments as well. Uh, I I don't think most people in my state uh, would be someone that would agree with that
3: and would want to know why are we trying to be able to stick that in.
0: So I want you to catch what he just said. This, This allows people who are not even here to get your money. This allows people who are not even here to get your money. You wonder where Lori Lightfoot's going to get her brown shirt troops? Because we're gonna be sending people in other countries six thousand dollars per household, right? How do you know how do you even govern that if they're not even here? To come over here and be the UN brigade. You know what? You don't have to have and this is the whole point. They figured out that you you, you flash these shiny things in front of people and they then they start chasing the shiny thing, right? HR 6666, oh, let's go get HR 666 contact tracing. No, no, no. That's the shiny thing that's supposed to distract you from the fact that it's your state and local governments that is actually going to be, you know, kidnapping your family members, right? So you're you're now going to, woof. Everybody goes and starts petitioning online, petitioning to the federal government and William Barr and Donald Trump and your, your congressman. don't pass this bill when H.R. 666 is just a shiny thing to distract you. Well, I'm no fan of the United Nations. I'm absolutely no fan of the United Nations. Everybody should know that. But I think that this is the clear indication of what we've been trying to say for years now You don't have to see blue hats marching down your streets to have the same kind of troops coming in when you pay their way here and they don't understand who we are. They don't understand our Constitution and they don't care. They just care because they're coming from a country where everything's provided for them anyway. Nothing is out of order but getting a check for doing nothing and they come and they will will do what they're told to do Uh, Because the government's paying them. They are the New World Order troops. And your, your tax dollars are going to be paying for them. See, I am under, I am under this, I am coming to the very unavoidable conclusion, JC, that there are going to be parts of these United States that are going to be politically uninhabitable. I'm going to say that again. There are going to be parts of these United States that are going to be politically uninhabitable. Chicago. You're not going to be able to live there if you don't want to be a subject. Portions of California. You're not going to be able to live there if you if you want to be free. This is going to be how... Uh, the united nations and the new world order comes in be breaking us down piece by piece by piece comes in well let me say uh dude
1: gets that, control that's the whole thing united nations are you kidding yeah they're here
0: they're here they're in your government what,
1: what, what? you need somebody with you in on their chest not to recognize um beetlejuice sitting there saying Lightfoot. i'm looking for the new world Order." she's in charge She's the freaking mayor. They're already there. They're already here.
0: How many videos have we seen with H.W. Bush saying we're going to usher in the New World Order? Right. So
1: it's not just
0: a Democrat affliction, people. This is a Republican affliction as well.
1: Lightfoot's just...
0: She's a foot soldier.
1: She's just coming into the light.
0: Right. Because here's the thing.
1: They're there. This This is not a person saying... Uh, I, I plan to run for mayor of Chicago, uh, so that so that I can forward the New World Order agenda and get people into positions of leading uh, zoning organizations within our city. She's already there now that I'm here, and and our- and, and, and our plan. Is, is pretty solid and we see very little yeah. opposition against it, I'm just gonna rub your nose into what we're doing to let you Two know points. there's not a darn thing you, you can, can do, do it. about it.
0: Two points, 1950, if she had stood up and said this in 1950, she would be eviscerated publicly because of her communist speech, right? She, if this no were question. 1950, she would be eviscerated. The fact that she is boldly, publicly, and on record saying this—no,
1: you—it's same thing. You have AOC and Bernie Sanders. Just what I said before. Just the fact that you you can openly now say, "I'm proudly a communist. I'm proudly a so, so, uh, socialist." She can she can just proudly and openly state, uh, "We need to place people in positions of power who are who are." Uh, uh, pledge allegiance to the new world order. By the way, all of these people, and, and I don't know, well, this is the answer. Just stop doing it. Cause it's a fraud, but all of these people pledge, take an oath to support and defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. She, this, this is compl- absolutely contrary. She's saying pledge allegiance to the new world order. That's a violation of her oath. We don't hold people accountable for that. The oath that they take is completely meaningless. It's totally theater, absolute theater. I don't know why we even have it anymore. I mean, only, it's like the people watching this show and the 20%, 20 to 30% of Americans even care. So 70 to 80% of you morons out there don't even care. Why do we even make the charade? of having these people no, pledge allegiance to the constitution.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, it, it, it's a joke no, no, and I'm no, no, telling it's, you, I'm going to, let me JC. say this so
1: I can be quiet. I'm going to go, I need to go sit on a riverbank this weekend. I, I swear to God, this makes me want, like I, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this is it. I just need to start crafting a manifest, a manifesto because the revolution needs a voice and a leader this is insanity
0: now i just want to be clear i'm not for arresting people for saying what she's no, saying
1: no i'm for arresting people for saying what she said this is an open declaration against this republic she is openly rejecting her oath of allegiance to the constitution now that's the and she's declaring this is she difference, is Jay-Z. declaring yeah. that she has pledged her allegiance to a government, a global governance, which equates to a foreign government over this nation to which she's pledging allegiance. This is paramount to treason. I think she should be cuffed and perp walked into a cell, never to be seen again.
0: I will agree with you because of who she is. This is my point. We should not be arresting people for saying this, but people in government saying this are committing a crime of the greatest degree against the people contrary to the supreme law of the land. Lock her up. And this is the problem that we have today because, look, say what you want, but in an educated society, this woman never becomes who she is. This woman this woman never becomes who she is. A
1: treasonous red coat.
0: A treasonous red coat. She does not become who she is in an educated society. Jefferson said, if a people wish to be ignorant and free in society, they wish for what never was and never will be. I'm not going to tell you. See, that's how addicted to liberty I actually am. I believe that people have the right to talk about communism. I believe that people have the right to talk about the New World Order. I believe that because it's the only way we see and learn what these different things are and we see and learn what to avoid. Do you know why we're taking over this by this? Because we have not been taught. We stopped teaching Americanism versus communism in the 60s and we've We've purposely, our public schools, have avoided the comparison of these foreign rules with the Constitution and the liberty of the people. So it's been the fact that we have de facto outlawed this speech. Ironically, by the people who want this speech have outlawed this speech. Because by keeping it quiet, they keep the people ignorant so you can elect people like Lori Lightfoot. And then they come in and they take over our, our homes because the people don't know and don't care who they elect anymore. Again, it's that whole, we have been running away from Liberty since 1833.
1: Is Lightfoot her real name? See, cause now I'm thinking, I mean, I know how these people operate now. It's like a signal. Is this a signal? Light, as in Illuminati, as in under our feet? Is this her name? Is this know, a taken name? Ladies and gentlemen, if Paul Revere had a shovel, he'd be digging out of his freaking grave. The redcoats are not coming. The redcoats are in charge of your government. This, this is crazy. This is crazy. I need to sequester myself and start writing my manifesto.
0: Let's see who she is. This is
1: bonkers. I, I, I mean, and I know, they, I know they, you know, many speak in this language, but I mean, this is direct. This is a direct declaration. We'll build these offices and we will put new world order soldiers at the head of these offices. Where are we, people?
0: She was born Lori Lane Lightfoot, August 4th, 1962, in Massillon, Ohio, the youngest of four children. Her mother was a healthcare care aide and school board member and her father a factory worker and janitor. She grew up in a mostly white neighborhood on the west side of the city. Uh, she was a trumpet player on a point guard on the girls basketball team yearbook editor and pep club member she was elected high school president class president three times and her high school alumni association named her distinguished citizen she helped organize a boycott of her school's lunch program over the quality of its pizza
1: so they're programming her to be a community organizer from Mm -hmm. early on yeah. part of our marxist training camps.
0: Yeah. She uh let's see. She well, she's a lawyer.
1: Of course, there's some more brainwashing.
0: She got her Oh, well she got her law degree from the University of Chicago. So that's how Illinois in in inherits her. She went where, to the University of Chicago. Where
1: Barack Obama taught Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals.
0: Yeah. Well, I doubt he taught her, but no nonetheless, you can see the ideology of 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 what's happening here. In America but (sighs) here's here's what we have Uh, like I said I believe there are going to be places in America that are going to be politically uninhabitable because of people like this I want to do one more thing we've we're gone over an hour today but it's Friday relax Um, you're not gonna have us Saturday or Sunday oh don't forget we have constitutional America do you have a thing up here yeah We have Constitutional America, Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We are on... uh, We need to update this because we're not just simply on Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV, Oath Keepers TV. Uh, We are also on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, Saturdays, live, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're not only on the Chris Ann Hall... uh, YouTube channel we're on the Oath Keepers channel too So there's lots of different platforms That you can watch
1: America, right, quickly there I are gotta go places- take my blood pressure medicine
0: <laughs> There are places in America Well this isn't going to help you There are places in America that I believe are going to be politically uninhabitable. And we're going to have to make decisions on what we are going to do about it. I believe that there are going to be places in America that are going to be open to liberty. They're going to be open to the rights of the people. And people are going to start flooding there. Just know the COVID virus. How many people fled New York to other parts of the country because they saw the writing coming on the wall? Right? Right.
1: And don't, so don't, don't bring your nonsense. This here.
0: is this is this is what's going to happen. People are going to start fleeing, right? And so we're going to have to decide what we're going to do about it. I wanted to talk about this today because uh, I've already got like four other things queued up we'll have to do next week. But I wanted this is right in with this politically uninhabitable places. All right. So the Wisconsin governor says Republicans and the state supreme court decided facts don't matter in a move to reopen the state now let me explain to you what's going on here okay the uh, legislators filed a lawsuit and an injunction against the governor of Wisconsin for extending the stay-at-home order the Supreme Court of Wisconsin said that the governor doesn't have the authority to put s- healthy people on house arrest The governor doesn't have authority to shut down the people anymore. So, Wisconsin governor, late Wednesday, denounced the state Supreme Court's decision to side with Republican legislators. Notice how the Hill is making this political, right? We're not talking about how the Supreme Court is upholding the Wisconsin Constitution. We're not talking about how the Supreme Court is acting as an essential check and balance for when the governor starts looking more like a monarch than a governor, okay? And he says, uh, striking down the extension of his stay-at-home order, saying the ruling would throw the state into chaos and lead to a spike in coronavirus cases. First, number one, again, we're not talking about this constitutionally. Constitutionally, in Wisconsin, the governor is not a king. Constitutionally, in Wisconsin, as in every constitution, in every state of the union, the legislative power is reserved, lawmaking power is reserved to the legislative branch. So what you have are the Republican legislators, which, because this is political, you can't even get a Democrat to do this, You uh, going against a, a governor who thinks he's a monarch. Now, I want you to listen to what he's saying, right? Listen to what he's saying. The people of Wisconsin are the ones that should be very upset, Evers said. We worked really hard to stay at home and do all the right things around social distancing and so forth. Evers pointed out, okay, he's saying, now let me go back and read you the headline. Wisconsin governor, Republican state, Supreme Court have decided what? Facts don't matter in a move to reopen state. He says, pointing to a recent Marquette law poll, did I say that right?
1: Marquette Law School.
0: School. I didn't know if there was some other way to pronounce that. Law school poll that found that nearly 70% of Wisconsin voters approved the closure of schools and businesses and other social distancing restrictions amid the coronavirus outbreak. He says Wisconsin Republican legislators and those four Supreme Court justices decided facts don't matter. So according to the governor of Wisconsin... It's not the Constitution that matters. It's not the rights of the people that matter. It's a poll issued by a law school that makes facts. I want you to see this because this is what I've been trying to connect forever. We have in our society today created a reality. If you want to put me back on the there, there you go have created a reality, J.C., a, a, an Orwellian oral, uh, a reality where opinion now is fact over fact. How do we even know by this article what exactly was polled? What is, I mean, you're the statistics guy, J.C. How easy is it to... to to orchestrate a poll to get the results that you want.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, pretty easy. But I don't, I don't see. I clicked on the link to the poll. Mm-hmm. Um, registered voters, it doesn't say. It well, doesn't it doesn't even tell many. you the
0: question they asked. No, because he is applying this poll answer. Here's what I think. What if the question said?
1: Here we go. When do you think you coronavirus go. outbreak will be under control and things get back to normal? Uh, percentage of voters giving estimated total deaths by date. So they had to, what? Estimate how many had died?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they asked them. like That's interesting because, uh, let, let's go to this. So when you see... They polled the people about how many had died. I mean, look how it's all over the map. Yeah. Which is to say they have no idea.
0: They have no idea. So,
1: so because these numbers are indication. not even reality. No, so. and, Well, the fact they're so different. How many people died? First off, I mean, on, it goes up and down, up and down. It's crazy. And then their views on reopening. Whom do you trust more, governor or legislature, on reopening? by party id. Now, by the way, look at the numbers. So, you're polling uh, you're the already state. politically I mean, this. This not divided even, these people. This so, you've barely asked 100 them 100 people. Yeah. in these categories.
0: Oh, yeah, look at that. Barely 100 for a
1: whole state.
0: Yeah. Are those the numbers or the percentages though? No, those are I think those might be the percentages. Is it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: voters 27% Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to find a place where it tells you how many were polled because that's the one problem with these things. So you have some, they go to, uh, you know, they go to a website and figure out
0: how many people we
1: would need.
0: 811 registered voters.
1: Yeah. Utter nonsense.
0: 811 so that's, the that's facts the... of the opinions okay so no go back all right so go back up to that who do we trust more and who do we believe more yeah 811 people so the governor of Wisconsin says that the supreme court dismissed the facts so what are the facts they polled 811 people yeah who do you trust and more? Uh, the um, and what we have are 50 n- 59 percent of the people out of those 811 trust the governor uh, uh, of the republicans right
1: trust the legislature 59 Tr- of legislators. the legislators so notice this is this is what's telling so democrat and lean democrat 81 percent
0: why because the well that so that already governor is a republic a democrat
1: right so that tells you where the support is coming from
0: right exactly
1: so when he says the voters uh more more he should more accurately say democrat voters but my point so it's is clearly a, a partisan you, you've
0: got a puddle here of yeah. people and in the and governor says the facts they denied the facts because nearly 70 percent of wisconsin voters approved the closure of schools and businesses no that is, not even, that is not even a question in the survey. It's not even a question in the survey. Well, there are
1: more questions, but the thing is, this is the problem that, I've ha- that I always had with the statistics, the statistical methodology. So there's, you know, there's this mathematical formula of this is the size uh, that you have to have for this thing to be valid. And the idea that polling 811 people reflects the opinion of the entire population of wisconsin and gives you an accurate accurate view
0: so even if what he's okay so even if what he's saying is true but i've we've looked through the questions and what he's doing is he's extrapolating the answer to a question that's not even actually asked in the manner that he's suggesting it because he's suggesting that that 70%, even though 70% of the voters approve the closure, he's suggesting that 70% st- pr- uh, still support continuing closing. Now, here, you've got 811 people polled, right? Even if what he says, 567 people in Wisconsin approve of the governor's continued closure.
1: <laughs> That's what they know. Five,
0: they know 500. If what he's saying is true, if we take it just what it is, um, five hundred and sixty-seven uh, people in Wisconsin. Right. Approve. Right. So, what is the population of Wisconsin? Five point eight two two million gu- people. Five point eight two two million people in Wisconsin in twenty nineteen, and we're supposed to overturn. The Constitution, the Supreme Court, and the legislators of the people, who by the way represent a whole lot more than five hundred and sixty seven people. Five hundred. And this is but this is the point that I was trying to make. Did you have to it, close yeah, that? It's closed.
1: But yeah. this is what this is
0: opinion has now become fact that should override sta- the Constitution. And this
1: is how statistics work and are twisted to make these statements. So if you want to go by cuz you know, you have these the same people report do these, uh, you know, report the, the whether it's false or true, you know, the media, mediaite or whatever the bi- media bias stuff, where they say true statement, false state. How many ever Pinocchios? Okay, what the governor says there is a false statement. It is a false statement. Okay, that's an unknown. When he says seventy percent of Wisconsin voters support X, they don't have that data. Okay, you would have to, so the accurate statement would be uh, 70, so assuming the 70% is right, nearly 70% of the sample from the poll, and those were mostly Democrat-leaning respondents, support this. Yes. And that amounts to five, what do you said, five hundred sixty-seven? Five
2: hundred
0: sixty-seven. That
1: would be an accurate statement. So to say 70% of the Wisconsin voters support this is a false statement because you don't know that. But that that's how statistics are used. So you'd have to say, well, we estimate based on a sample. If you wanted to be transparent and truth, we estimate based on a sample. And that's how people and then people start parroting this that well the people support this and and that's how people are manipulated in the media most people wanna... support this you any in fact anytime you hear most people support this as reported as some fact in the media it's actually a false in fact it's almost always a false statement because you don't have that data you can't possibly have that data It's this is the whole pur- the whole purpose of statistic statistical estimation so is because it's too expensive
0: and it's impossible to
1: actually too expensive and or impossible to actually get the opinion of every person so never are these factual statements so, they are estimates and then they don't want you to know What's behind the estimate? You I have, have proof. to dig to two pages. Mm-hmm. You go to the poll. Mm-hmm. The, the you don't one have to click.
0: Dig. It's right there in the in the in the first sentence. I'm going to show you. Yeah, but He's the one- lying.
1: Yeah, but the one poll. Even the one poll. You go to. You click this. Then you have to go somewhere else. It says complete poll results and methodology information can be found here. And you go to another place. So there's always these layers from the actual reporting to what what is the well, actual then you have fact. to have
0: a degree in statistics and you have to know how the stuff works to read that stuff that you go to anyway well at
1: least have a basic understanding of so
0: it. the governor said 70 percent of the people approve the extended closure that's what he said uh-uh look at this i made this big because we have people who watch this on their phones look at this in the may survey 69 percent not 70 so he's already lying Said that it was appropriate to Correct. close. See, this is what I'm trying to tell you. He is extrapolating, mm-hmm. saying they're approving what I'm doing now, when the survey didn't ask didn't that question. That. They they say that it was appropriate. Was appropriate.
1: And that's the whole point that Johnson was making on his show the other night. That's that, right. That when people were operating under this fear, when they were given the crazy estimates and people thought, you know, 500,000 bodies in the street, uh, several million people dead, then, then people were, were reacting in fear going along. Now, as we've continued, more data has come out. The results don't match the predictions. Then many people are moving away from that position. So, to your point, he's referring to the state of mind people were in initially. That's not the state of mind they're in now. That which has is, nothing to do with what the legislature is doing at the present moment. Also
0: proved by the poll itself. Correct. Look at this. Approval of Governor Tony's handling of the coronavirus has
2: declined. Has declined. declined.
0: So he can't even say 70% because only 60% thought it was appropriate. 69% thought it was appropriate. And now today that he only has, and it is declining, 64% approval. To
1: our point, people are moving away from that position as this goes on. They are moving
0: away. So here's the thing. I have to say this again.
1: Professional liars.
0: They are professional liars. They are professional liars because the whole purpose is to manipulate people into the new world order and to be submissive subjects to kings, like the governor of Wisconsin, like the governor of New York, like the governor of California. You know, and that's why I'm going to tell you, I, 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 because I'm issuing this, this, this plea in love. I am issuing you this plea in love. Please, please understand, I fully support if you want to stand and fight and secure your pea patch. The, the, the spirit of liberty is free within you to do that. But I, at, at some point in time, we have to understand that if this does not get checked, there will be places in our these United States that will become politically uninhabitable for people like you and me. Politically uninhabitable for people like you and me. So while you're prepping for uh, the coming problems, start prepping your mind for the idea that it may be time to relocate for the sake of your family, for the sake of your life, your liberty, and your property. My goodness, even in our Declaration of Independence... This was the whole decision, most people don't realize. When we declared independence, we, we mentally, we mentally left our country. Maybe because we were so far separated by an ocean and land, we, we don't grasp that, but in reality, we evacuated from being British subjects It didn't take a physical move because we had already physically separated ourselves from the kingdom. But I want you to also know that there were thousands of people upon our independence, J.C., that evacuated the kingdom and came and lived here because they realized they couldn't live under liberty anymore in the kingdom of Great Britain. They couldn't do it. So they physically evacuated. So we're going to have to make preparations if we are not able to secure these locations because of years and decades and over a century of of apathy and, and political neglect. There may be a day where you have to realize that Chicago will be politically uninhabitable for people like you and me. And I, I don't want to and, and, and that's not, do you think that's quitting, JC. No, do you I think, think that's Well, the question surrendering? is surrendering, I don't no, no. think that's surrendering.
1: Well, strategic retreat, I think is but no, I would say you have to know where that line is, okay. And because, it's
0: different for everybody. That's why I'm saying you are free no, to because, make these decisions. Because my thought on your is if I, just if I want to say it out loud.
1: If I, had a le- if I had less capable members of my family, I would relocate them. Yeah. But I'm not being pushed. I'm not yeah. being pushed back, right? I'm not leaving. I'm not going. I'm not abandoning my property. I'm not relocating. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, uh, it would have So my line is, we're in the streets.
0: You're defending okay? the pea patch. We're, um, um, we're that's, in the streets, that's
1: right. and I have to make a strategic regroup.
0: But if you're uh, not but until
1: I'm at that point, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not surrendering my property. I'm not surrendering my county. I'm not sur- surrendering my state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will have to drive me out. I will relocate when you drive me out. And that's uh, that's my but point. There are I some would, people I that I would relocate right. if I'm a family that I understand my situation that I'm not capable or willing and I don't mean that as a slight. I'm not willing because of legitimate factors. Uh, you know, let's say I had an elderly mother. I don't expect my mom who's not healthy to take that stand or suffer the fallout because I'm taking that stand. Yeah, but so, you
0: wouldn't stop your mother from taking that stand regardless of your health. I understand she's going to stop I'm you from moving her. Soul. If I were that
1: person, <laughs> hypothetically, my mom ain't going nowhere.
0: No, that, okay. that apple didn't fall far from the tree.
1: So, yeah. So, okay, so yeah, I understand what you're saying. And because
0: our you founders. you that line. Yeah, our founders met that line. Yeah. How many, I mean, I you have leaving. Mary Bartlett takes her family of six and they retreat to a farm out of the city. Right, so there there may be times when when the then you have yeah. to secure the family, you have to secure if, what you're doing. Yeah. but the men stayed behind that's what to I fight, mean,
1: and that's what I mean by strategic. If it's and the women, a tactical retreat.
0: Prudence Cummings, right?
1: Otherwise, I'm dying on the hill.
0: Prudence Cummings, don't 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 say, oh, Ann thinks the women have to flee. Uh-uh. You have not watched my forgotten fi- uh, mo- my founding mothers class if you think that's what Ann says. Because first off, Ann ain't fleeing because it ain't happening anyway, and we are a family that can take care of ourselves no, but, ourselves. And, but, and you
1: say flee, but they they fled, quote unquote, with the children in one hand and a musket in the other. Right. It, it was not about fleeing, running, scared no. retreat. It was it was. Survival. It was a tactical move to keep the vulnerable safe.
0: Yes, that's it. Uh,
1: That's what they were doing.
0: But even the women who, when the men went off to fight, when the women, uh, when you had entire communities that were just simply women and children, the women organized into their own militia. Prudence Cummings Wright was the captain of her female militia, who, by the way, terrified men. Enough that they heard and you know they would hear them and run away. Of so don't, don't even tell me that Chris Anne's not, not
1: and of course if we're you think speaking, Chris Ann's not
0: talking about the power of the woman then, then you haven't been here long enough. We're speaking to in comment.
1: political metaphors yes. for you censors out there.
0: Political metaphors. yes, political metaphors. We are a political metaphor people. and I don't again, I am not advocating. I don't advocate violence. I am the first one that will tell mm. you that that America is a constitutional republic. How many how many times I over the years? violent
1: self defense.
0: How many how many times over the years have you heard me come out against people who are like, well, let's just forget it. I just I'm, I can't. Let's just get it started. And I'm like, look, if that's what you believe, then quit your job, sell everything that you have, liquidate all your assets, and start working for peace, and start working to educate people because. Part of the problem here, J.C., I think, that keeps people from fighting politically peacefully is that we've been too far removed from actual civil war. We don't even know what that means. That should terrify us. I'm going
1: to fight politically as long as I can.
0: You have uh, to. You have an while, obligation While at the to. same
1: time, I see, I see Lightfoot trying to get it started.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the point. And that's the one thing that our founder said. Patrick Henry said this all the time. It's not we who have started this.
1: Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing.
0: Yeah, right. It's not we who started this. See, that's why I don't like this classification you, you, that we have you, a revolution. We did not engage in a revolution, JC. We engaged in a restoration. We were trying to restore and retain the protection of the rights of the people. It was the government that was revolting against the people and their rights. And that's what you see. That's what you see from Miss from Lightfoot. That's what you see. In these bills that are being pushed forward uh, by our. This is the new world order in America, by the way. Yeah. The new world order in America is being pushed by our Senate.
1: I would call it the new world order revealed. Revealed. Because you American people, you're ruled over by the new world order. You have been. Here's the point. Nobody believes the rest of us. You don't believe the rest of us. And I'm not necessarily talking to our audience, but the the others. You you don't believe us when we tried to tell you this. Well, now we can point to it is being openly declared.
0: So are we the liars or are they the liars?
1: We are not conspiracy theorists. She is openly declaring this. Wake the hell up.
0: So either we're lying or she's lying, right? She's actually not for the wor- New World Order, JC. She's just lying. Or which, we're lying because we're saying that she is. This which would is,
1: defy reason.
0: Which would defy reason. This, this headline bothers me, by the way, because, again, it's not telling the real problem. It's one of those uh, I, I'm pointing fingers and laying blame kind of headlines. Bust Dems hidden immigration agenda okay the sending out of money to people who are not citizens without a social security number with who don't even own property in america who aren't even in pro- america has nothing to do with illegal immigration that's the shield to create the political division
1: or dims for that matter, or
0: democrats for that matter It's not about Democrats. It's not about, quote, illegal immigration. It's about funding foreign rule in America. And I want somebody with the huevos in the popular media to come out and say that. Because we keep pointing fingers at Dems. We keep talking about, quote, illegal immigration. And our resources are diffused. Our efficacy is eliminated. Our efforts are eviscerated before we even get into the fight because we are not fighting the right enemy.
1: Foreign invasion is not immigration.
0: No. No. Mm-mm. And if our government is sending six thousand U.S. dollars to people who do not even live, could send six thousand dollars a family to people who don't even live here? Can you see how they are recruiting the people she's talking about? Wake up! This is this is a global employment application ad. Wake up! Hidden in a stimulus bill. And again.
1: Six trillion. Again. Six trillion. One more time. Six trillion dollars. Remember, go back. Go, go find Trump. Go find the Trump clip. When Trump's signing it, when he signed it, March 27th, I believe it was, whatever it was, March, when he signed it. He said, "This is a great bill. Going to help many people. Blah blah blah. Two two trillion up to six trillion, because he misspoke. He said six billion, six trillion, six trillion. Because it's another part of the propaganda. People still talk about the two trillion dollars, because that's what they put on. That's what they write down. Yeah. So the only two trillion, six trillion. You, you. It's not. And I mean, how? First off, how much? How much? Do the math. I did the math. I had it on a post." How much of the money you're talking about was like, 250 million was was the payout, the checks. 250 million people, 250 million. That's the pay, here's your check, okay. That's the relief bill to the public. If the checks to the public amounted to 250 billion, where is the 5.75 trillion dollars remaining? I tell you where you, it what, is. What's it's... that funding? What, what 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 is it that takes five and three quarter trillion dollars in emergency fund? If it's about just relief to the taxpayers
0: propaganda
1: well, guys yeah. propaganda and it's not the really all is the being taxpayers. pulled over your eyes by her new world order
0: senator lankford points out that it's not going to taxpayers anyway look if you don't have a social security number you're not paying taxes if you're not here uh, as a as a visa holder if you're not here as a green card holder if you're not here uh under the rules the natural rules of uh uh the universal rules of naturalization if you're not here under theirs you're not paying taxes so you're getting money you're not paying for and what this is i what i want to try to understand is that what what we want i want us to understand this is this is a this is an ad for employment And the only job qualification is you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to take a check. That's why you're not going to see a help wanted ad for this. Because they're going to be recruiting people who simply want money. You're going to play it again? I want people to hear this again. Okay. No, the other one. It's under Twitter video. Oh, no. Sorry.
3: No. Branch. Because otherwise, it doesn't work. So. You got to eliminate that compliance, and you make it a mandate, um, and then you do training, particularly in the city. I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it. Planning certainly, um, and it's and you and you pick the people that run those agencies and the deputies that are pledging allegiance to the new world order. And go-
1: hello, hello. The people who run these agencies. And their deputies. And the deputies. Deputies. Isn't that always the thing? Deputies. You know what that's a word for? Deep state. The deputies. That's the thing. It's never the people really at the top of these agencies. That's what we've been trying to say forever. It's not the people you know. It's not the people you elect. Mm -mm. Really the key. It's the deputies. The key. The people below. The foot soldiers that pledge allegiance to the new the Governance,
3: Order. and then I think you have the inspector general do some spy on us to make sure that...
1: To spy on us? Mm-hmm. You have the inspector general to spy on us to make sure...
3: ...with the branch, because otherwise it doesn't work. So you got to eliminate that branch. compliance and you make it a mandate, no, it um, and then you do training Particularly in the city, I'll call them licensing departments, whether it's zoning, buildings, um, housing will be impacted by it, planning certainly. Um, and, it's, and, you, and you pick the people that run those agencies Hello. and the deputies that Thank are pledging allegiance to the new world order and good governance. And then I think you have the inspector guards. general okay, do guys. some spot audits oh. to make sure Here we are. that.
0: Our friend Tom DeWeese. I can't imagine how he feels right now. Our friend Patrick Wood, I can't imagine how these two men who have been fighting for decades, longer than we've been fighting, feel. Tom DeWeese has been teaching how the New York World Order is coming in exactly the way she says, under the counties,
2: yeah, under the, the
0: cities, through, through the Agenda 21, now Agenda 2030. He's been preaching to the detriment of his own family, to his own health, to his own resources. Tom DeWeese has pledged life, fortune, and sacred honor for decades to try to bring this truth to America. And we've actually gotten to a point now where we have the these people with the confidence to be bold and say it out loud like this, as if she's not hiding in a corner. She's not in some candlelit no, basement. She's a new star. She's not publishing some some anonymous manifesto. She's on the public news. I, I My heart breaks for Tom DeWeese today, for Patrick Woods, our friend who's been talking about technocracy for decades, decades, who has been telling us that our cell phone data is going to be used against us to track us to control us that all this data mining is nothing more than more control over our property and our privacy
1: that the experts who know better will use to craft your future to craft your world
0: and now here you have it I my heart weeps for Patrick Woods and Tom Deweese and their families
1: so now you, you you need the technocracy of the experts who pledge allegiance to the new world order that that that's the that good governance good
0: governance that's really that's the the
1: code that's that's the code for this technocracy Mm -hmm. the experts the neo sapiens who know better than you yeah we have the data and look at how nitwit just so blithely takes some statistic and distorts fact right we we go by data look at the data yeah. We see how they use data. Look at the, the models, the so-called models as we were going into this thing and the meeting and of course, in the media, you look at, um, I think you probably talk about the next show. Uh, I think Stevenson was the guy's name journal, former journalist, New, New York times, has been blasting this thing and they say, well, the original models gave a range and they said, they said, you know, possibly in the tens of thousands or 500,000. Well, that's interesting. Nobody reported it as a range. Nobody was saying, you know, it could be only several 10,000, tens of thousands uh, that suffer, you know, that suffer fatality from uh, this disease. It wasn't being reported as a range. So now that this guy, now that uh, the, this former New York Times journalist has pointed this out. Oh, wow. The model. No, the models weren't predicting millions dead. They, that was just one point on the range. Uh, well, apparently it was the point that you focused on the same way that the governor was focusing on a particular part of this survey by Marquette mm-hmm. and then twisting it in order to influence public opinion. Apparently, the, the the media focused on the high end. They told nobody about the low end estimates. And all we heard were, were millions were going to be dead in the streets. And so we had to lock down the entire country and set on a path to destroy the economy and change the way we function in society forever, Right, which is never going to go away. I, I hear this guy, the guy in one of the articles we're reading, talking about... Um, having had this thing and then now how he's going about his day and, and fearing for uh, contracting this virus and, and, and some other virus and getting germs and all this stuff. Dude, that was your reality long before this. All of this was a possibility before Corona ever showed up. This was your reality. You still have a greater chance to be murdered. You still have a greater chance of being in a car accident you still have a greater chances of all of these risks that were a reality before January, 2020. So it's not because of the threat of a virus. It's because of the way your your mind has now been shaped and programmed because of the propaganda and the messaging that's gone out from the government and their stooges in the media. So the the people's reaction is not about a virus. You're adjusting your life now and how you go forward about this virus when you never reacted like that to the previous viruses or to to the threats that still exist that are higher than this virus, that are more dangerous than this virus. So you cannot reasonably say COVID has changed my life forever. No, no. The media narrative and government propaganda, known as brainwashing, has changed your life forever and only because you have submitted to it. It's illogical.
0: Well, and on that note, Thank you for joining the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal today, our extended Friday version. I hope that you have enjoyed yourself. But I hope you understand that we are a teach show and not a talk show. And so you will get educated here, whether you like it or not. Uh, Plain, factual, spoken truth, not afraid of political correctness. We're going to give it to you straight. So I'm going to take JC on a trip this weekend, and we're going to uh,
1: write our manifesto.
0: Write our manifesto. We're going to download... And, and decompress for a few hours, and we will be back with you uh, Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again with the Daily Journal on Monday. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us.